Hey everyone, it's Dr. Jana with the Christ-Centered Holistic Health Podcast. Stay tuned for more biblical health education, encouraging interviews, and amazing testimonies for your good and God's glory. Hey everyone, I want to introduce you to my dear friend Cherie, who's joining me today. I'm going to have her share a bit of her health journey with you, and um, we're just going to dive right in. So Cherie, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So will you give our listeners a quick summary of where you're from, how old you are, and what um, what you've been through, what you were diagnosed with, what symptoms you were having that led you to finally uh, make an appointment with me and maybe even when that was. Okay, um, so my name's Sheree and I am a wife and a mother of three. I am 31 years old, <laughs> I'll be 32 in January, but I'm not there yet. Um, and since I was 18, I have struggled with these really odd pains and inflammation through my body, which I didn't know. Um, I would go to chiropractors and physical therapists and doctors because it got to the point through my pregnancies and everything that um, it just got really intolerable, like to the point of um, it got really bad when I moved out to Wyoming. Oh, that's where I'm from. It's from Wyoming, upstate or New York originally, but now I live in Wyoming. And um, in 2019, I had my third child and um, it got really bad. The point, the pain got really bad to the point I couldn't even nurse her. And she was only three, three months old. And so I couldn't even lift her in my arms that, um, it was just, it was really painful. And so, um, I ended up being able to get a diagnosis of ankylosing spondylitis up in Billings, Montana. And, um, they were going to put me on Humira and I couldn't nurse my baby while being on the medicine. And so I just, um, decided, okay, if this is inflammation, I think I can figure this out. And so I tried figuring it out. I tried taking foods out of my diet. Um, I started working with a naturopath in New York and she helped and I was feeling better, but it was never like really good. I was never really, really, really better. Um, so fast forward to last year, I think in 2022, um, I met Jana and her family and um, we became friends and um, she always talked about her business. And I was just like, I think I gotta see this girl. I gotta go and like go to her practice and um, just see if I could be better. Because at this point I had been taking ibuprofen a lot. Like that was my number one thing to help with the pain. So I remember that, tell um, what did, yeah, like where were you at as far as like what did it take to manage your pain? So you you couldn't live without medication, but you were able to survive on over-the-counter ibuprofen. So how many milligrams a day? Because it was a lot, if I'm remembering yeah. right. You no. had to just to try to live a normal life. Right. right. To to be able to get out of bed and like function with my three children, um, I would take three ibuprofen, so six hundred milligrams of ibuprofen. Um, and then two hours later I would take, um, 400 milligrams of Tylenol and I rotate that all day long. And, um, I would do that for months if it was a really bad flare up. And I didn't know like how to control these flare ups and the naturopath I was seeing was helping, but again, it just 
we weren't able to control it. I just was living on ibuprofen and Tylenol. Um, what were what were the results of? So you worked with a naturopath, and did you guys modify your diet? Did you ever do any lab work? Like what? Um, where did you leave off? And was it that she could get you to where you could live without Humira, but could never get you off ibuprofen? Is that kind of what the standard became? Yeah, um, I we got it so I couldn't live without Humira, um, but. I don't know, like was ibuprofen better than that at that point? I don't really know. Um, so we modified my diet, but we never really, we took, we knew that like sugar was probably a causing in, inflama, inflammatory food. So your sugar, your wheat, your dairy. Um, but even still, even if I took all of that out and I just ate water and meat, then I would be like, okay, I can, I can survive, but it was such a joyless life because I love food and I love sugar and I love sweets. And that was just, um, I don't know, it didn't cut it. So I would never stick with that because I was like, well, I want to have, you know, chips and I want to have, you know, I was still eating a clean diet, but it wasn't, it just wasn't working. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, but even if you ate meat alone, did it actually make you feel better? Like we, some root causes were missing. Fair enough. Right. Yes. Because that is where, um, this, I guess, where. I know more of your story. Yeah. Okay. So is that where we met? That's where you were basically. Yep. So that's met? basically, that's basically where we were. When we met, um, I was really struggling with pain, but also, um, some other things that I didn't realize were also a part of my, my problems in life, irritability. I was really tired all the time. My hair was falling out. Um, just really, I dealt with a lot of, um, overwhelm a lot and not necessarily depression, but I never felt like how I used to feel. Like I never felt the happy, go lucky, joyful person that I used to be. I just was constantly under this like pain and like overwhelm of life and just like the fog. The fog and but ibuprofen and Tylenol were there. <laughs> right. <laughs> they they masked some things and got you by, but you knew yeah. it wasn't a long-term solution. That you right. Could yeah. It wasn't a long-term solution, but I really had no out, nowhere else to go. I didn't know what else to do. And then God brought you into my life. Yay. Well, I'm so grateful. Um, so then let's see. So your only formal diagnosis was ankylosing spondylitis at the time, right? Am I remembering yes. correctly? Okay. Yep. Correct me if I tell any part of your story wrong or anything like that. <laughs> Um, okay. So then, uh, we had our, I, I, re I remember definitely some parts of, especially the end of our first visit together. Um, why don't you share with our listeners what it was like for you? Like any part of it that was very hopeful, any part of it that was overwhelming, disparaging, wh how did you feel when you left? Cause I remember the tears at the end of our first visit. <laughs> <laughs> and um what were your expectations what were your initial goals did you believe what I was telling you that you could get better were you skeptical yeah so when I yeah when so when I showed up um and we chit-chatted and we were talking a little bit and you're going through my history um really I was like okay well this isn't anything different I've already done this but then you prayed with me and I was just like Wow. And I got teary eyed during that because I was like, okay, we're bringing the Lord into this, you know? Um, and then you were talking about like, if you do this, 
you're going to get better. The Lord's going to hear you, heal you. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> this has been a long time. I've been dealing with this for 13 years. Like I'm pretty positive that I'm going to go forward in my life, just like in pain for the rest of my life. And, um, you're like, nope, we're going to clear this up. The Lord is going to heal you. Um, and then you told me of the five week candida detox that I had to go on. And I was just like, tears in my eyes because I love food. I love to bake. I love to just cook for people. I mean, if you fill my house with people, I want to fill them with every good food and every sweet dessert after. And um, that was just like, Definitely, I you have the gift of hospitality. I will give you that. <laughs> And so when you said like no sugar and no maple syrup and no, like even the good things that I thought I was just like, I'm just going to eat nothing. I'm just going to starve. Like I'm going to starve. I'm not going to eat anything good. And I'm still not going to be better. Like I know this, I know already that I've already ate nothing and I've never felt better. So okay, I, have to, I have to interject here for a second <laughs> so that our listeners even better understand the weight of what I was saying to you. So Cherie um, has her own maple syrup business and they bring in fresh tapped maple syrup from the Northeast um, Yankee syrup company. Yes. Right. Yep. And it is, if you have never had fresh tapped real maple syrup, you are <laughs> missing out. And I told her that I might, I would buy it from her. I would support her. And I'd probably go through a quart a year because I never, we never even used that much. <laughs> I think we've bought six jars this year. <laughs> <laughs> Our bodies love it. Um, it. We don't have any like reactions to it. It's delicious. It does not even compare to any organic or otherwise syrup I've ever bought in my entire life. So I'm going to give you a shameless plug here. <laughs> it, is there... I mean, I don't know if people can get it outside of locally here. We might just be like super blessed little local yeah. Sheridan people that get to have your Yankee syrup, <laughs> but it, you don't ship any or anything right now. I right? don't No, We haven't gotten that big yet, but maybe eventually. So maybe eventually anyway, Yankee syrup company, but it is amazing. So anyway, my whole point though, really in saying that is that like this girl, like syrup is on her eggs. <laughs> Her it's in my coffee sausage her coffee like everybody here drinks coffee with maple syrup and heavy cream end of story so um for for somebody like me to come and just boldly say yep gotta give it up don't care she was like <laughs> yeah it was devastating and honestly when I left your office I was just like well I guess we'll try this you know and um yeah that's I would I guess I I left your office not really feeling kind of feeling hopeful I guess like maybe something would be different this time but kind of thinking like no this is just going to be like any other time yeah so how do you feel like what was you went for it you tried it you put the effort in you gave it the five weeks yeah how, do you feel like that just must have been like this like undergirding like the Holy Spirit just powering you to take a chance one more time or like what, what, how did yeah, you? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think I was like at a desperate, um, a desperate moment, I guess like, okay, this, this could be it. I'm going to give it my all. I went right to Walmart. I went and got the good foods that I know I could have. Like I got the green apples. I um, went online and I ordered um, the monk fruit 
um, the sweetener that I could have. Um, and I so really gave it my all. Say, is it fair to say you were going to find sweets, like instead of being the person that's like, cool, I just won't have desserts for, you know, a month or two. Cause that's me. Cause I'm not a sweets person. I'm more like savory things take that right. to give up. Right. Yeah. I would rather chips and salsa than, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for you, you were like, well, I'm going to find a way. So I'm going to make like keto desserts and things sweetened with stevia or monk fruit. Right. That was how I survived. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's how I survived. I, um, I made some, what did I do? I didn't even know what I did. I just used monk fruit in any way that I could like, I think I even tried like putting a dab of it on my tongue so I could just have some kind of sugar sweet. It was horrible. It was, it was awful. I tried to make a chai tea with it and that was horrible. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think um, there was one, one thing that I prayed all the time through that five weeks of just like baking or taking care of my family or whatever it was, was like, Lord, bind my flesh. Like, I don't want to eat this. I want to get better. I want to give this my all. Um, just bind my flesh. And he would, he would answer that every time, whatever, like I make kids, you know, my life, just because I couldn't have sweets doesn't mean my sugar addicted children and my sugar addicted husband doesn't want chocolate chip cookies at, you know, six o'clock at night or, um, you know, maple syrup on their waffles on Saturday morning. Like I was still, you know, cooking and, and baking for them. And so when I want to lick the batter off of my, you know, chocolate chip cookie spoon, I'd be like, Lord, just bind my flesh because I really want to eat this cookie dough. <laughs> and he would, he would show up every time and I wouldn't do it. And I went through that five weeks, totally, um, not cheating, which was amazing because I think that it would be really simple to, to cheat on that. Yeah. Or to, or to say, to justify like, well, just like once a week or, you know, once yeah. a day not a big deal, which people do and, and, and they do end up regretting it or wasting time or postponing the process. Or right. I remember you saying that like, if you have to have a cheat, I was like, I'm not going to have a cheat because I want to be better. <laughs> well, doesn't it, is it not true? Could you agree? Cause I, you know, I, I don't, I say this again in every testimony I record, like I'm not asking people to do anything. I myself haven't, even though my story is different, I haven't had to endure and for far more than five weeks. So right. I have compassion, but I also have the boldness to stay, to say there is no amount of sugar for five or 15 or even 50 weeks. If it came down to that, if you were like stage four cancer or something like that, that is sweeter than the healing and power that comes from the Lord. And he can bind your flesh. Amen. You got to see it. And I also say to people all the time, the Lord knows what he needs to take you through to, for his glory to be displayed. And he knew that uh, five weeks to breakthrough was, was going to be sufficient for you to really see his power in all of this and see something different. Like some people's journey is way longer before they mm -hmm. get breakthrough other people. It's even shorter than that. Um, but he knows that whether our miraculous healing or our enduring hard, hard marathon journey is going to bring him the most glory, right? Where the depths right. of the suffering or the highest mountaintop radical healing or anything in between. He knows he's in it. If we invite him in, he's so faithful. Amen. Can you testify Amen. to that? Yeah, I can. And it's true. Yeah. He was there. So, okay. So let's like, let's get to the goodies then. Not the donuts, but the goodies. Of <laughs> <laughs> so 
when, yeah, when did you start to feel breakthrough and like, what, what were the first symptom relief, uh, things that you felt like put it in your own words? What, what, what was it like? And, oh, you know what? Let's back up a second sure. before that. Cause you'll have to remind me, I don't have your notes in front of me. What were the root causes? What all did we find in you? What, what infections, um, toxins or interferences were we up against? And we had a thyroid problem that had been overlooked and misdiagnosed your whole life, basically. Yeah, yeah. So um, you found in in our time together that I had uh, hypothyroidism, and that explained hair falling out, my um, irritability, my um, just fatigue all the time, and just this this fog that I was living in, right? Um, and then you also found that um, I had a lot of infection and viruses. Um, no parasites. I don't believe, I can't remember. I don't think that we, I had dealt with parasites and, um, yeah. And then, um, and bacteria, I believe. So that was like viruses and viruses, infections, um, bacteria and, and then just the candida. Yeah. I think it was like yeast overgrowth. Yeah. No heavy metals or chemical toxins. No, I don't believe there, but I don't think it stood out. No, I don't believe that that was anything major. So, you know, what's interesting, I just want to add to this is um, most people don't realize that at the root of so many of these um, autoimmune arthritic conditions like ankylosing spondylitis or rheumatoid arthritis or otherwise psoriatic arthritis, things that can maybe start by presenting on the skin, but that are actually in our connective tissues, skeletal, you know, joints, whatever, um, really go as deep as they're lots of infection and and infectious overload in the body and or the other interferences of environmental toxins, which that list is so long and heavy metals. So um, any, but you could, the the whole point in this is like, as you clear, whatever that is, chemicals, heavy metals, you heal up infections, balance the microbiome. You have an accurate way of testing. You have wisdom from the Lord the body can heal. You clear what's keeping you sick and you realize that that diagnosis is really just a label of a bunch of symptoms that does not have to be your label and diagnosis and story for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true because um, shortly, so I did that five weeks detox um, and I noticed that like probably day or week number three, I'm not taking as much ibuprofen anymore. Like I might be just taking it at night before I go to bed. Like it's very little. I'm not in as much pain. I'm like, okay, I think this is working. And the supplements that I was on that was supporting um, and helping everything that we had found in my body. Um, And then by week five, I think I had texted you um, the office and I was like, hey, I think we have to have a follow-up because I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm ready to add some food. (laughs) Yeah. Can I eat now? I'm really hungry. (laughs) I remember that. So, so you started getting results within three days. Is that what you said? Three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. I was like, I don't remember that. Okay. Three (laughs) weeks. Still, that's still good and fast. Okay. So in the first three weeks before you started getting breakthrough, did you have any detox symptoms? Did you notice anything or did you just kind of not notice anything and then just started feeling better? What was it like for you? Um, yeah, I didn't really have any strong detox symptoms. I kept waiting for that because everyone told me that I was going to have like, because I've done so much, um, you know, ibuprofen and Tylenol that I would have like really bad 
probably detox this month. And I honestly, I didn't notice it. Um, and so I don't really have anything to say about that, but, um, just, I started to feel better. And I noticed that I was like, Oh, I didn't have to have ibuprofen this morning when I first got out of bed, or I didn't have to have it at lunchtime. And I might have to have like two, you know, I, I would go to bed and then in the middle of the night be like, I know I can't sleep. I'm too sore. And so I'd get up and have like two ibuprofen instead of three. <laughs> yeah. Every little bit is progress, right? Right. Yep. And It's no secret that Dr. Jana loves advanced TRS, but some have asked what exactly is TRS? TRS is a nano zeolite spray that facilitates some amazing things. TRS does not heal anything, but it gently clears the body of toxins and heavy metals, so the body can heal itself exactly as God designed it to do. If you know Dr. Jana, her approach to healing is all about getting to the root causes and clearing inter interferences from the body versus using band-aids and managing symptoms. High quality supplements and individual remedies can help, but they cannot help as effectively as they claim until you remove interferences that cause inflammation and disease and block absorption. Detoxing chemical toxins and heavy metals and breaking up biofilms is foundational to good health. TRS is extremely safe for all ages, from young children to the elderly. Advanced TRS is truly an answered prayer and gift from God to Dr. Jana and her family personally, and has likewise helped many of her patients and clients receive breakthrough where they once were stuck. For more information, go to the store tab at drjana.com and drop down to Kosova. Again, you can go to drjana.com, that's D-R-J-A-N-A.com, Click the store tab and drop down to Kosova for more information. How long before the brain fog started lifting and the energy started lifting and you started feeling like nicer and calmer and all the <laughs> this is real. This I hear this from moms, women all the time. I've lived through it, it, you know, ups and downs throughout my story as well. And I can tell if my thyroid's crashing, I'll start feeling the same way, like more easily overwhelmed or more weepy or it's harder to get out of bed or I just feel grouchy and I'm snapping at uh, whatever, snapping at my kids and I'm like, what in the world? And I'll know that I've either been exposed to something, I'm fighting something, I ate something my body didn't like, like something needs to be cleared and my thyroid's you know, lower at that time. How long before you noticed any of those symptoms? Was it about the same time as the pain started lifting? Yeah, I think it was about the same time as the pain started lifting about that three week mark. I noticed that I wasn't as tired. Um, after the five week mark, I noticed my hair is not falling out like it was like when I was in the shower, I would take out gobs of hair after I'd washed my hair. And now I'm like, oh, there's a strand, just one single strand. <laughs> and um, I think that is what I noticed the most. And then after I noticed, I was like, oh, my thyroid must be getting better. And I'm like, oh, I must be sweeter to my children now and my husband and all of that. And so I think it was probably about that five week mark that I really started to notice a difference in um, just my overall self pain, my um, emotions, my fatigue. Um, it was just all so much better. Amen. So, um, so you started, you really had a lot of breakthrough by five weeks and then how, when did I, it's been over a year since our first appointment. I can't remember. So obviously you've had some ups and downs as we've gone through this, like you got significantly better. We held results for quite some time. Then Let's talk about your first crash or setback. <laughs> yeah. How far into the journey was that? And what was it like? What caused it? 
Yeah. So I think, um, I think I was doing really well for about five or six months. Like I was feeling really good, um, in good places and everything. Um, and then I just slowly started running out of supplements just slowly. And I'd be like, Oh, I'll get that one. Like I'm feeling good. I'll get that one. And then, um, sourdough came into my life and I was like, Oh, sourdough. Like Jana said, I can't do wheat, but I bet if I do sourdough, that's better for me. Like I can do that. <laughs> Hold on. I got to interrupt here for a second. <laughs> and you can go online or on social media and you will find endless people telling you that, yes. Oh, even if you're gluten intolerant, as long as it's sourdough or it's a long ferment sourdough, you'll be fine and you can have it. There is a small percentage of people with like Hashimoto's autoimmune thyroid um, or just maybe hypothyroid where it's not autoimmune that can get away with it and it doesn't crash their thyroid. But honestly, in my 16 years of experience, um, it's, it's a small percentage and that's why I'll warn you and say, by default, you, you can't do it. Fermented or not, if it's a gluten grain or even oats, it's most likely going to crash you. But anyway, you had to learn the hard way. So go ahead. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, every weekend I'm making like sourdough cinnamon rolls because those are healthy and those what? are good. Um, I'm making, you know, sourdough rolls, sourdough bread. Everything is sourdough. I'm running out of my supplements. I'm like slowly starting to feel pains come back, but I'm like, it's okay. Like it, it'll, it'll be fine. Um, and then I'm totally just like crashed. I'm burnt out. I'm totally overwhelmed. I am just like, I just like, everything is such a bother and we're deep into homeschool. I'm trying to find our rhythm. I'm trying to like, um, be a volunteer here and hold my household. And it was just coming down, crashing all around me. It was a mess. <laughs> that was about six months in. So that would have been, so I think we've been on this journey a little over a year. It was like last fall that we started working together, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. A year, a little over a year. So maybe last spring is when that hit, that first crash. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. you weren't at the end of the school year yet. Mm -hmm. it was, yeah. In the thick of it. And then you... So how did you get out of it? Remind me, I think you just got back on all your supplements, buckled down on your diet. You just redid what I told you to do, but I think we had a follow-up, right? And figured out what to revise and you went off of some things. You didn't need all the supplements from the beginning, which in your case was only four things, I think. Yeah, we, I really wasn't on that many supplements to begin with. Um, and I think I was, went on about four supplements um, and I was doing pretty good. Is this after or before our backpacking trip? Before. So this was in the spring because you had that first crash, then you got better again. Then you ran out of stuff again last summer mm -hmm. right? and you were crashing, but, and I think we, cause we saw each other quite often over the summer right. and you were, I think you would make mention that you weren't doing as well. And then by the time mm -hmm. we got to the backpacking trip, that was the end of August. That was the last weekend in August. So you had, yes end by August so this must have been like March or April or something like that the first yep. time yep and um yeah I I don't know if we actually ever had a follow-up after that I think when I got to that crashing point I think I was just like I'll get with her like it's summertime I'm busy she's busy like our lives are just crazy um and so I honestly I believe that I struggled through most of the summer of like 
until we got to August. And then okay. it was, it was like, and that's what I'm, yeah, I was like, it was just really overwhelming. The whole summer was really overwhelming. Okay. So you went the whole summer, like through a crash, trying to, um, either I'll get to it with just one more thing. By the time you're overwhelmed, it's hard to get back on. Right. Yes. Yeah. It is. Saying, Jared, which I know Jared very well too. Um, he was saying like, you need to get back on your stuff or you need to order your stuff <laughs> yeah. or, you go see, or something. He was, he was yeah. by this point saying, get back to it, but you still hadn't. I think right so. yeah so, I think I, I don't know what it was I think it was just like maybe I can fix it in my own power if I don't eat this I'll just be better if I just um I don't know if I just struggle through life will get better and my husband meanwhile he before before I got better and he like so the first time and I went and saw you we go into that five week um like amazing miracle healing and I was better and I was on my supplements and everything. Like he noticed a difference. We all did. My home was so much calmer. I was out of pain. I was playing with my kids, doing different things. And then like when I went down the spiral and crashed um, and I'm taking ibuprofen all the time and I'm trying, we put on an addition on our home and I'm trying to help him do stuff, but I can't do it because the pain is too much. He's like, you need to call. He would always call you his, my voodoo lady, like always my voodoo lady. And in between, and when this, and when he saw the difference and he said, the ibuprofen is going to kill you. And this, this ankylosing spondylitis is going to harm you. You need to go see Jana. You are no longer the voodoo lady. You are Jana, which I thought was like amazing. That was because he saw the healing power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, I guess in his, let's touch on that because you're the, he's not the first person by any stretch of the imagination who has said something similar, you know, your witch doctor, your voodoo doctor, blah, blah, blah. And if anybody knows me, you knew me more personally than Jared did at that time. Like right. a part of my core values is um, an acronym for um, H-U-M-B-L-E, humble, but for the, um, let's see, um, or helping, sorry, is the um, N is no new age, no exceptions. And so um, I bring the Lord into it, but because the new age has so um, hijacked what is God's and what is real and what is true and powerful. Um, so much has gotten perverted. So I'm guessing in his experience or maybe with former practitioners that you worked with, that's what he saw. And he didn't really see the healing power. Like you never really overcame. He's got a little bit better and you were a slave to whatever supplements and um, it didn't really work. So in meeting me, I was just another another <laughs> yeah exactly you were and he just didn't see he didn't see it until he saw it he didn't yeah. know until he knew and um he was really my driving force he was he finally he gave me the ultimatum he was like you call her or I will and I was like fine I'll call her <laughs> oh, and for anybody who the you know our listeners don't know Jared he's like this big burly lumberjack like tough guy who like just carries this really tough stoic presence <laughs> And, but then he shaves and he has dimples and blue eyes <laughs> in his face and he's actually like, I love him. And he's such a sweet guy. And you guys are some of our favorite friends here. And I, that just means that like brings tears to my eyes. It actually means a lot to me because that's the Lord. Like a lot of times I do have to just sit back and let people do their, you know, their mockery or whatever. But sadly, this is what the world is promoting. There's so much new age baloney and 
uh, stuff being brought into the healing journey that's not necessary when the power of God is bigger than so much of that. And when we rely on him and we're filled with the spirit, you're empowered to do what you couldn't do before because you're asking the Lord to bind your flesh. He brings the provision where maybe it wasn't possible without him and he can do it in miraculous ways, whatever that is, whether it's the perseverance to endure, whether it's the money that you didn't think you had, whether it's the healing that you never got before, like he's in it, right? And he needs right. to be at the root and foundation of it and at the helm to succeed. But in that, um, I do want people to to give him the glory over me because that's my secret weapon. I wouldn't do this and couldn't do this without the Lord either. So I ask him for wisdom and knowledge and the gift of healing with every patient because the gift of healing is one that is not just, I have the gift of healing, so I get to to determine how and when every person will be healed. God activates it and gives as he chooses, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I love that part of it. And I did want you to, <laughs> to share that. <laughs> Powerful. So he was, he was put, lighting a fire up under your bum to yes. get back on track and you delayed. And then August of this year, so 2023, last weekend in August, we had, which I loved, um, a girl's, moms like it was basically all homeschool moms uh backpacking trip up in the bighorns here and it was so much fun and so refreshing and Sheree and I shared a tent because um she was gonna save me from the bears that were gonna eat me <laughs> so I'm gonna just sleep on the inside next to because <laughs> it was my first time so we're laying there in bed in pain because we're sleeping in the you know, our <laughs> we both had great mattresses but it did not um it didn't count. We weren't sleeping. We were up all night. And so she looks at the road like in the pitch black. And you said, so I have a confession to make. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> so, so where were you? Because I, and I also remember that like the next morning you pulled out your like Ziploc baggie of drugs, your, all your little red ibuprofen, yeah. and you had to take, I don't even know how many just to get through each day again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was, so at that time, I remember talking to you the intent and I'm just like, so I, uh, I have a confession. I haven't been on my supplements in like three months. I am eating, um, wheat, but I don't think it's bothering me. I think I'm okay. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, Sheree, <laughs> like I'm in so much pain. I'm back on ibuprofen again. I just feel so overwhelmed. And you are just so calming. And you're just like, that's okay. We'll just start again. She's like, we'll just give it to the Lord and he can heal. And we'll, well, you can just try again. And I was just like, okay, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. And yeah, the next morning, I mean, to, to make that trip was a 14 mile uh, hike round trip. And so to make it and to grab all of our gear and put it on my back, I was, I was down in some ibuprofen to make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I bet. I mean, you have that kind of inflammation and we, you know, we did some elevation gains. We carried, we're girls. So we had some heavier bags. <laughs> we all had like uh, uh, twice as much food as we needed. And thank God for your food. Your food actually saved me because Mountain Home almost killed me on the trip. Even though I was going to die. Um, but, you know, I, it's true though. One of the biggest lies that I hear over and over and over again, because almost everyone has a setback at some point, whether intentional or not, you know, sometimes you just get exposed to something that you didn't intend to, or you ate out, um, or you were a guest somewhere and it was out of your control. Um, or it's just 
you know, returning to what we don't realize is our vomit until we go there and we're like, oh yeah, that's returning to my vomit. I'm not going to do that again. Or maybe you have to learn, like, it took me like five years of returning to my vomit before I realized like gluten is non-negotiable for me um, because it literally kills me and sets me back for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. So, um, but I see the enemy tell the same stupid lies over and over and over again that like once you fall off the wagon oh you blew it it's too late and somehow then days go by and weeks by months go by and it just like becomes this slippery slope where the truth is and that's why i can say it so calm and gentle that's okay today's a new day let's start over today right like right that's okay so so what are we going to do? Are we going to just stay in this or are we going to just next meal? We're going to start making a better decision and we're going to get right back on track because now we know what works. Right. Right. Sorry. I had a child come down and ask me a question. That's okay. That's okay. This is real life. So um, what was your question? So, well, I was just kind of making a statement of uh, pointing out what, you know, the way the enemy tends to cut in on us and feed us those lies and then fuel when you're already down. He loves to like punch us in the mouth and kick us in the teeth when we're already down and make you think, well, you've already blown it. Like, what's the point of getting back on or is it going to work again? Like, you know, just the mental sabotage that comes where you're already in a low place. You're probably feeling shame. Like, how did I let it get this bad? How like all the way back to square one, but you, so I I just encourage you to get right back on. So after we got off the mountain, I think you got right back on track pretty quickly. So getting back on that time, how fast did you bounce back? Like, what did you do? What did you implement and how fast did you rebound? Um, Yeah. So pretty quickly after our backpacking trip, I called Kareen and made an appointment and got back in your office and we just found that um, there was still some bacteria that I was dealing with. I did not have to do another candida detox for like five weeks, which I was so happy about. Um, we found some supplements to support my thyroid and um, and that was like, that was about it. And, and I experimented on my own during this time, even before supplements, because I was like, I wonder if wheat really does bother me. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try it. So a Saturday morning, we usually have a big breakfast. And so I made like sourdough pancakes. And by like Sunday night, I couldn't even stay awake for our service at church. And by Monday, I can't walk past the couch without falling on the couch and like having to rest and take a nap. Like it was just ridiculous. And then by Wednesday, I was just like, oh my goodness. Well, maybe that was just a one-time thing. I'll, I'll try again this weekend. <laughs> and so by Thursday, Friday, I'm like feeling better. I'm like all back to energy and stuff. And Saturday, um, again, I'm like, oh, let's make, I made cinnamon rolls. I love cinnamon rolls, with maple syrup and maple sugar in the inside. And they're so good. And these are fermented. So it's healthy. And I kid you not again, Saturday, Sunday night, I'm like sitting in church trying to take notes and I'm like, I can't even keep my eyes open. I'm so tired. And it just hits me like you dummy, you Jana told you this is what happens. And I was just like, yep, that's it. And I have not gone back. I have not had wheat since I wish I knew the date, but I have not had wheat since that day because it crashes me so badly. And so after my appointment with you and I'm on the supplements that I need to be on and we're supporting my, my body. Um, it was pretty quick. Like, I want to say it was like less than like, like two weeks later I was running and I don't like to run, but there is a, um, a run through the big horns that I want to do. And so I'm kind of like trying to get out there and train up for it. And I was like, 
thank you, God. Like, thank you, God, that I am not limping down the road, that I can actually run and that this is a possibility um, because I'm not in pain and I'm not taking ibuprofen and I'm not like staying up all night because I can't sleep um, unless I have coffee, which is just a horrible idea. <laughs> just a vicious cycle, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. So uh, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was like a pretty, God was very merciful to you in your journey. And um, you got pretty quick results every time you just did what was right for you and your body. And your body was super responsive to it. And also, also super reactive to the wrong thing. So yeah, but it's been a journey. So here we are. It's taken a real, in all fairness, about a year for you to really wrap your head around, okay, these are my no's. These are the non-negotiable things I have to avoid because they, they clearly make me sick, but my body yeah. react, can't have them. Now you can have more um, healthy sugars and stuff like that. You don't have to have the fully glycemic free things like just stevia, which, you know, gross, but it, <laughs> some people like it. I'm just not a fan, but you can have raw honey and you can have maple syrup. And I think you can even have some like maple sugar or coconut sugar now in moderation. Right. Yep. But you also learned, um, there's that gluten-free flour from Costco, that all purpose flour. Wasn't that another, we, we found out that having too much of that turned out to right. be because it has so many starchy things in it. So it's gluten-free, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily healthy in large amounts and that too started giving you flare-ups you have to have that in moderation or yeah I honestly haven't even gone back to it I'm like I just it feels so good that I don't want to like mess with it um but I think it would probably come down to a non-negotiable if I make a pumpkin roll with that and eat half of it probably not okay <laughs> but if I make some biscuits and have a biscuit I think that um I would do okay with it amen yeah. So just a little bit. So, but you've learned where the boundary lines lie for you, yeah. which mm -hmm. is different from our friends, which is different for me and different for different patients. And because we're all on our own journey with the Lord and he's growing and stretching us in the process. And perhaps your body will tolerate um, even more things in the future. We'll see, you know, where yeah. at the end of the day, you're only a year into this and there's more. And I know we're doing some um, deeper clearing and cleansing um, currently as well to see if we can get you fully off of thyroid supplements altogether like I have and yeah. I fully think that, that the potential is there for the possibility so we shall see um, maybe we'll have that testimony down the road and be able to do a, another follow-up someday we'll yeah see. yes so um, I think that was all of my questions uh, for you. Is there anything else that was on your heart to share? Do we cover it all? Is there anything else your family or you and Jared or you have learned through this or do we pretty much sum it up? I think we pretty much summed it up. Um, I think um, it really has been a walk of faith through this whole journey because like I said in the beginning, I thought like it was hopeless. Um, I remember walking across the Home Depot lot and I was walking in front of my husband and I was like, am I still sexy? Even though I like walk with this limp that I can't get rid of because my hip hurts so bad. <laughs> and I thought that that was like where I was going to be doomed to. And here I am, I'm 32 years old, 31 years old. And like, you know, it's just, it's just a wreck. Um, and I think just working, having, having the Lord with me through this journey and um, knowing that he can heal um, and, and, like asking him for help 
every day, every, you know, every hour, every time I'm in the kitchen cooking for my family, um, that he is, he is alive and he's active and he is there helping me because I want to lick that spoon of chocolate batter, but <laughs> through his, through his help, I, um, I don't. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And the health freedom is, it's worth it, right? Like it's, yes. it's far better than the three seconds of pleasure. Yeah. For it is. If, if it's something that really adversely affects you in that, to that degree. Yes. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And I've had to learn, I've had to learn much the hard way too. Um, but it is, it is worth it. Um, have you gotten to inspire anyone else with your story and share, like share the hope that you didn't know was possible? Or have you seen it affect anyone else positively in your life? Um, yeah, so I mean, my husband is like, on board now to try some different things, even to possibly have an appointment himself. Um, he's on board with me to get my boys help. They're both fully full of junk. Um, and I want to get them cleared up. Um, you know, just a testimony of just being like, you can feel better, you know, like <laughs> I tell, I have a girlfriend who really struggles and I can be like, you can, you can feel better today. Like you can start today. And just to know that there's actual truth behind that, um, that I think that's super powerful. Just that, um, that testimony that I feel really good. Like I'm not, ibuprofen. I'm running, I'm jumping on the trampoline without any pain. The first time in 13 years, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Right? but it's real the, the um the power of our testimony when it's personal and real you know the word of our testimony with paired with the blood of the lamb is so powerful and that is what changes lives and that's why I do these real life interviews with real people who I know personally who have a real story and there's just nothing else that speaks truth like that you can listen um, you can listen to other people's stories and everybody that would listen to this would be hearing, you know, my, our, my story or your story or something like that. And hopefully it will encourage them, but that hopefully the baton is handed off to them that they too will have their own story someday that we can keep working toward restoring bodies within the body of Christ, which I fully believe will have an impact for the kingdom because you are now better equipped, even if your ministry stays in the walls of your home for the rest of your life, which is super honorable and one of the most important ministries there is, um, you are now better equipped, I, I have heard you say, and I think you would agree, right, to do, to, to live it more fully and mm -hmm. with more self-control and with more fire and uh, more boldness and all the things. And, and you're even showing your kids self-control that, you know, yeah, all these things are permissible, but not, they're not all beneficial. And right. that's yeah. Corinthians 6, 12. I mean, that was the scripture that changed my life in a different way in 2013, but all things are permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I won't be mastered by anything. If you continue to be mastered by sugar or pastries or just I bake, that's who I am. That's who God created me to do. I like it, whatever. And I'm just going to keep doing it. You would sacrifice this gift that God had that is so much better, but you can learn how to still use this gift and passion and desire that you have, but to make healthy treats and to pass on that gift of healing in your own unique way and the things that you love to do and through hospitality and through your own story, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You learn a new way. So Anyway, I thank you for sharing. I thank you for sharing um, the real 
um, and more challenging parts of your story. <laughs> I know that it will inspire uh, many other people who hear it. And I pray God continues to bless you and strengthen you and give you the perseverance to endure. And I also pray that we will get off all of your thyroid supplements someday as we go even deeper. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you being on here today. Have a good day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about my practice, check out my website, drjana.com. That's D-R-J-A-N-A.com. And if you know someone today's episode could encourage, pray for them and consider sharing this episode. See you next time.